I have children for you, and I've known them before the foundation of the world. You don't know who you're gonna dance with, but you know you're gonna dance. God just doesn't want to be with me in all the good moments. He wants to be there when I'm in my car, after work, crying. God has woven a tapestry in us and has taught us so much in these past years. This is West Side Stories. Today on West Side Stories, Atlanta West Side Senior Pastor Walter Henniger and Director of Spiritual Formation Ann Henniger are joined by 11-year-old West Side member Oliver Iverson and his dad, Joel, to talk about his thriving party rental business. Oliver is a pretty incredible kid. His sense of entrepreneurship and hospitality are far beyond his years. He's not only learned how to start and manage a business, but he's also learned how to make strategic business decisions and how to leverage his brothers as cheap labor. So this is a fun episode. Let's get started. I'm Walter Henniger, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Anne. Hello. And my longtime friend, Joel Iverson. Hello. And Oliver Iverson. Hi. And Oliver, we're here today to talk about you and your business. Uh, first of all, tell us, how old are you, Oliver? 11. You're 11, okay. And, uh, and what is it that your business does? Um, I rent out a water slide for people to use for parties and to have fun. What kind of people? Anyone. Anyone. Like, like what's an example of somebody who's rented out? So I've rented it to the church, um, to some of my friends, and people my mom knows from work. How long have you been doing this? Um, it's been about four years. Wow. So you were seven. Yes. When you started doing it. How'd you get into it? Did you like experience a slide and you're like, oh my gosh, that was amazing. Yeah, at first when I was six, I did a big birthday party and it was super fun. So my dad was like, why don't you take a loan from me and then you can rent it out and then pay me back later. And we had uh, actually the first party was, where was it? At Monday Night Brewery. It was at the brewery. And I remember that. We had like... Probably half the church showed up for it. We had a lot of <laughs> lot of a lot of kids there. Uh, Jeff Dudson was going down head first with a child on his back. Jeff Dudson, Atlanta West Side elder. <laughs> Through the bubbles. <laughs> we're like, whoa, everyone has fun on this slide. And it's really true, right? Have you ever have you ever rented it to somebody that was like, this was no fun, I didn't like this? No. Never. Everyone's pretty happy with it. Hundred percent customer satisfaction. Yes. So what about the bubbles? Why the bubbles? Because it makes you go faster, and we already have hose spraying down the middle, um, and then the bubbles kind of make you more slick so you go down faster. I thought it was maybe that the kids wouldn't have to take a bath at night. Did That's the all? other reason. Double bath. My dad just yeah. adds that in. Yeah. <laughs> so, Oliver, tell us about this this loan. What, what, are, the, what are the terms of the loan, and what, what does it require of you to, to pay it off? Well, well before, before you do the terms of the loan... Tell them what did we what did we actually do before you got the water slide? Where did you go? I went to Ukraine. Joel and Oliver visited the Ukraine in 2017. And why did you go to Ukraine? Because I went with you on your business trip. And what did you learn about? I learned about microloans and the farmers took out not a huge loan, but like a couple thousand dollars to start their own little farms. And what's so great about about microloans like that? How do they help people? Um, to add more economy and sustainability to Ukraine because they have a lot of 
wars and stuff, and it's starting to get attacked by Russia. Yeah, not cool. So you're Ukraine, and your dad is well, not Russia. Let's see, he's bigger. He has money, and he lent you, <laughs> and your mom lent you some money. So tell us about this loan. So it was like two thousand dollars, and then over the next summer and a half, I paid it off. How did you pay it off? Just the money from the slip and slide. Okay, so it so it's so it's all like the the loan's clear. You own it outright. Yep. Where do you store this slide? It seems like it's kind of big, or is it because it's inflatable? It's just kind of. You do a tight roll, and it's only like two hundred pounds, and then you put it on like trolleys or something, and then it can be easily stored in a garage. What part of running your business makes you the happiest? It would probably be getting to meet all the new people and like learn their story and how they've been. Like, like why they like having your slide at their parties. Yeah. And, yeah. Any good memories you remember in particular that were? Oh yeah, my dad was like, "Don't to a new customer. Don't worry about the water at all. Just go down the city drain." And then they said. No, there were actually some structural problems on the streets when it was built in the 60s, so they just had it dump out into a nearby field. So it seems like, Oliver, that you, you like paying attention to the world and learning about how things yes. work. Is that, is that true? Yes. A any favorite subjects in school? History. How come? Because it's interesting to learn about the past and how we can like, learn from it and improve. I was wondering, do you see yourself continuing to do kind of something in business as you get older, or do you have any idea? Um, I do have an idea because um, I've been learning Spanish in school, and I'm going to Colombia this summer as a present from my parents. So I have a lot of money saved up, and I'm going to go and buy a bunch of emeralds because Colombia produces 95% of the world's emeralds. And so I can buy them there for cheaper because the conversion, and also they're super common there, and then sell them here for more. Okay, now where are you going to sell them here? At the brewery? In your jacket? <laughs> I don't know yet. Local emerald dealer. Did, did you notice that in the sermon this morning about how the Queen of Sheba brought all of these gold okay. and, uh, and precious stones yes. and spices? You know, back in those days, there were certain spices you, you could only get in certain parts of the world. What would you say are some of your values of your business? Um, probably the customers first. Yeah, what does that mean? It means, like, if they have a complaint and stuff, I'll take off some of the price and I'll also, um, like, ask them and get their feedback to see how I can improve for the next time. Why, why do you think it's important, though, if you, if you did get a complaint? Because if the customers aren't happy, no one's going to buy from you. Yeah. And any other reasons why it's important to treat people with respect and... Courtesy. Because that's also what the Bible says. Ah, good. You caught the preacher hint. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joel, I have a question for you. So, raising a kid that had these creative pursuits, like, how is it? How do you help Oliver manage, like, his time with a lot of these things? Because he seems like a pretty ambitious kid. So, like, how would you, how do you help him rest or play or just do other kind of things like this? As a kid, I think we um, probably we're probably not great because I both Mary Stewart and I tend to be like doers, and so it's like 
Oliver is always like, right, Dad, where's the list of chores that we need to knock out? Like he starts a Saturday morning asking for the chore list. But uh, we try to do, you know, we probably do not a great job of just like play. That's probably the thing we struggle with the most. We don't do a great job building it in, uh, but that's kind of one of our goals we're trying to work on more. We can relate to that. I'm from a family of entrepreneurs as well. So yeah, it's yeah, it's hard to set your work down. Yeah, so you help everybody else play, but then yeah. <laughs> you work, right? In, in addition to your um, your emerald trade that you are uh, planning, uh, any other business ideas that you have uh, cooking in your head? Not yet. Well, tell them the other part, though. What do you do with the money that you make from it each time? What, how do you, um, how do you sort 10% of it to the church. And then what else? Yeah, I also have to pay my brothers because they help a little. Oh, uh, yeah. And did they recently strike uh, this past summer? For yeah, I had to wages? give them a wait, like higher wages because they were just like, we want more. But they hardly Inflation, did any work. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> they hardly do any work. <laughs> Yeah, that well, that's another challenge, right? Is is managing employees? Like, how you know, how do you, how do you get, how do you maximize the uh, output of these uh, low wage workers? Oliver, is it is it hard to give up the ten percent? Not really, because I'm not gonna do anything with the money, so why not give it? And and does it feel like something that like that connects you to God, like to be able to kind of say thank you to God for the blessings He's given you, something like that? Um, I think it kind of like makes me feel like I'm doing something and helping people. Yeah, yeah. So Joel, obviously you have helped to lead Oliver into his business. Uh, what's the most important lesson you want him to learn? I mean, I think there's a lot of like great stuff around hard work and employees and money and all that stuff. But strangely, like I, um, I want him to like to to learn like the values of doing it but for the money to not matter that much um kind of for the bigger values to be like the things like taking care of the customer people having fun actually i I thought this was a really good line we were reading the hobbit today there's this great line where he says and it says no said thorin and this is when thorin kind of realizes he's obsessed with like these riches that are sitting under the mountain and he's on his deathbed and thorin is thorin's turning to bilbo um and there kind of been this dispute between them where bilbo said i don't care about the money and the riches anymore and so thorin says there is more in you of good than you know child of the kindly west some courage and some wisdom blended in measure If more of us valued food and cheer and song above hoarded gold, it would be a merrier world. But sad or merry, I must leave it now. Farewell. I thought that's like such a great line of like, hey, valuing food and cheer. And and that that is kind of probably the fun thing about the the water slide business is you get to bring a ton of fun and joy and um, and also learn some stuff along the way. So Joel, when can you think of a time that you were really proud of Oliver as you watched him kind of serving in this way? Or maybe just not even in the moment when he's actively serving, but just talking about it or reflecting at home. Like, what's the moment that you can think of that? We had one time when had, uh, we had set it up and it was in like a backyard with just it was it got really muddy and really nasty it was like after it rained and we almost like couldn't get it out of their backyard it was like 
it's 200 pounds dry, but then when it's like wet and muddy and slippery, it was it was like me and Oliver and Chase and Emery. And then actually we had another friend helping us too, just to try to get it was out. Was it Bo? I think it was Bo, yeah. yeah. I think the thing I was really proud of was sort of his resolve to be like, all right, we're going to get it out. We're going to, um, we got it out and then took it home, washed it off, got it clean, dried it and put it away. And it was, it was like a hard, hard day. It took a long, long time. And he just kind of, he just kind of said, I'm going to do this and do it the right way. Not kind of check out and be like, I'm done or, um, my so. brothers, your brothers did check out <laughs> <laughs> that resilience. And I mean, I think about you being one of the founders of Monday Night. I mean, I bet you enjoy also seeing him being able to enter into your life and your story with that because there are plenty of hard moments that you've had to kind of kick it into the next gear. There was, I've, I've told this um, story many times, but this was, uh, um, I think one of the neatest things is just seeing like my kids like process through, like I'll share things that are going on at work and, um, and, and getting their insights and particularly Oliver will kind of chime in with some, uh, some really meaningful stuff. And I, uh, there was a time, this is about two years ago or three years ago. And, um, and it was this kind of situation where we had to get this legislation done in Birmingham to be able to open our location. And, um, and there was another party that like was just being, like really, really nasty towards me and towards us. And I was home with the boys. Mary Stewart was working. This guy like called me up on the phone and like cussed me out and was like just like livid and was was so upset that we were trying to change this law so we could open our business. And he um um and so I got off the phone and I was like I was like man I just I was I was enraged and I just wanted to like I'm so mad at this guy I want to like you know do whatever I can to like get back at him and um and and we're sitting there eating dinner and I was like Oliver like like what do you what do you think I should do and Oliver's like dad you should love your enemies. I'm like, oh gosh, of course you're gonna say that. Like, oh. <laughs> and the next morning, I get in the car to drive back to Alabama on this like two and a half hour drive, just like praying and thinking, all right, what does this mean to like love my enemies? Like, what does this mean? What does this mean? And this other guy calls. He was kind of a third party in this whole thing, and um, he calls me up, and he was like, it. It ended up he was like, hey there's this other thing that we really want to do. Could you ask this legislator if he can put that in there and had nothing to do with us? I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll go and I'll ask. And I ended up sitting down with this like big legislator and I bring up the thing that this other guy brought up and he's like, he's like, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, let's do that. And it was, it was kind of this thing that was going to help actually the guy who had, who was really mad at me the night before. Um, but it actually was kind of this amazing moment of like, wow, you know, that God kind of showed this way for me to do something that I didn't even know was in front of me um, and a path to kind of peace and some reconciliation. And it was because Oliver reminded me to love my enemies. Was that pretty cool to see that happen, Oliver? I guess I never really heard the full story of how it went all in a circle. I really just got one last question for you, Oliver. I'm wondering if there if there are any kids uh, or even adults that are listening to this and they're thinking, you know, I'd really like to start a business or be an entrepreneur. What kind of advice would you give them as they're thinking about that? Um, hard work and determination can pay off, but you have to be smart how you work. What do you mean? How, how do you have to be smart? 
Like, you can't just be blindly, just start working and make money. You have to be careful on your decisions and how it'll impact everyone. Can you think of an example of a decision that you've had to make pretty carefully that impacts your business and impacts your customers? Okay, so it's a future decision, but I might, I'm considering getting a, um, a bigger water slide that's 90 feet long and 30 feet high. And it's like a huge one, but if I get it, I'm gonna be able to do like huge block parties where I just shut down the street and then roll it out. Well, I have a question. Say there's somebody listening that actually wants to hire you. How could they find you? Just call 404-518-3041 and then tell them you want to rent. 404-518-3041. Outstanding. Thank you so much for coming in, Oliver and Joel. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of West Side Stories. And our sincerest thanks to Oliver and Joel Iverson for joining us. This episode was produced and directed by me, Corey Fleeman. It was co-produced and hosted by Anne and Walter Henniger. Our editor was Tim Lane. Original music was composed and performed also by Tim Lane. If you enjoyed today's episode, we hope you'll share it with friends and family. A positive review on your streaming service of choice would also be appreciated. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.